No point in holding anything back, Doc. I already started hospice. The nurse just went shopping. Are you sure you don't want me to call back when she's there? I don't expect we'll have much reason to talk after today, Doc. A cure isn't around the corner, is it? <sighs> Probably not, Lizzie. Well, the test results showed what we all expected. The cancers progressed to all the major organs. End stage renal failure. And that's enough, I think. <laughs> I'm very sorry. You did. It was a good fight. It was. So then, goodbye, doctor. I enjoyed being your patient. It's been one of the better relationships of my life. Goodbye, Lizzie. I'll follow up with your nurse, and we'll make sure you're comfortable. Jesus! <sighs> Who is it? Mad? Maddie, there's someone... <sighs> Now you're at the store. <laughs> Hold your horses. I got an oxygen tank and an IV here. Okay. I'm sorry it took so long for me to get here, Liz. Greece is only a few hours by plane, but first you have to get to the plane. Oops. Let me help you. I shouldn't have... I don't know. Let's get you back to your chair. Look, wait, I'll kneel down. I got you something. You loved these when you were little. I found them in a duty-free shop on the way here. Godiva does money right. I can't believe you're here. The hospital called. Why wouldn't I come? I also found this. They forced me to put an next of kin down, and and you didn't come back for mom or dad. Look at the picture. I'm five? Four, I think. I'm 13. So beautiful, even then. You always have been. I meant you. Don't be silly. I was just young. That's the summer with Debbie in it. You can see her legs. I'm still mad about that. She was my babysitter. She was 15, and when you're 13, that's over the age of consent. And it's not my fault she turned out to be mine rather than yours. Just biology. Anyway, we had fun. She was a good girl. You gonna look her up, too? What? 50-something years after the fact? No. I'm a better story as is. Story? Who'd believe her? When I was 13, I slept with... I meant a story for her. She knows what happened. Who cares about the rest of these people? I think I was her first love. That's infinitely more important than being a movie star. Your first big role. Hardly. I was acting all the time, even in those days. You were always you, I thought. To you, maybe. Do you still feel like you have to lie all the time? Some folks write, some read, some run. Camouflage is my natural color. Maddie's my nurse, but she's out. I Can I get you something to eat? Without keeling over? I don't know. Can you? How about if I get you something instead? I don't know what we have. Kitchen's in there. 
I haven't seen it for weeks. Uh, is there something you'd particularly like? Lizzie, what do you want? Nothing. I'm good. Jello? They still make that? Where do they get the horse hooves? I'm having tea. Do you want to know the schedule for this appearance? If you like. Myeloma, last stage, deep in the bones. I'm on morphine and oxycontin. I don't eat much. I'm anemic, neutropenic. My liver and kidneys are failing. I told them I was done with transfusions and dialysis last week. Went on to hospice. I guess that's when they called you. I don't know what neutropenic means. Should I Google it when your back is turned? No white blood cells. Prone to infection. Sniffles become pneumonia. I don't think they'll have a chance. One way or another, it will all be over in a couple of weeks. Go on with your sad tale of woe. Maddie's my hospice nurse. She's here to give me the drugs when I finally take to my bed. Can I have one of these chocolates? They're yours. Dying will take me two or three days, but I'll be sleeping. There won't be a funeral. When did we decide that? I sent goodbye emails and letters to everyone I care about. I prepaid the funeral home who will cremate me. They'll ship the body off to California and I'll be thrown into the sea. I don't recall getting an email or a letter. I didn't have an email address for you, and I have only your agent's address and number. The hospital found you. It's all taken care of. You don't, you don't have to stay. Why no funeral again? My friends are mostly pen pals, and they're scattered all over the world, and they wouldn't come. You don't have anyone closer? You're asking if there's a Debbie somewhere? A friend of mine that you can make yours? Or a Kirk, or a Blake, or a Tom. You think too little of me, Liz. No men for a long while, Donnie. My, my last great romance was a guy two-timing his wife. Fun while it lasted, but she offered him a divorce if he didn't break it off. He declined to accept, and suddenly I was out in the cold. I was still stinging from it when the myeloma came up, and been too busy firefighting to find anyone else. Well, what about that other guy, the one you were married to? Dead, I hope. Wasn't he an ass? <laughs> they say you marry your father. I certainly did. So I'm saying you don't have to stay, Donnie. I'm good. I, I, I really am. It's just waiting, like waiting at a bus stop or waiting for a train. I'm not angry or mad or sad. Just tired and bored. So, I'll be the remedy for that then. Let's move this big chair closer so we can both be comfortable. You don't have to do this. You know what makes me charming? I do whatever the hell I like. People really love that. You didn't come home when Mom and Dad died, so I didn't figure you'd come home for me. I sent clippings. You didn't even attend their funerals. I sent money. You didn't call, Donald. They left a hundred messages. Even I called it. They wanted a boy who was strong, Lizzie. They schooled me extensively on what mattered and what did not. Someone dying? 
What an incredible waste of time. Then why are you here? Because there's a world of difference between a parent and a baby sister. Everyone knows that. But you're what's different, Donnie. They were so sick. Wanted so much. They, they could have apologized. Could have told you. You're what's changed. They got the son they deserved, Liz. Is that what you want me to be? God, stop. Don't make me cry. I've steeled myself for this. I've... I, I didn't have anyone. You were too. I was crying. They'd locked me out of the house for some bullshit. You threw a screaming fit. Two hours later, you found a way to let me in. I was nine, and they were shipping me off to boarding school. You pleaded for them to keep me home. I was 19. In my first play off Broadway, you sent me a card made with crayons and felt-tip pens. But how come I never saw you? Why did you punish me? Because I'm not a good friend, Lizzie. Not a good brother. My bones and soul broke to fit their mold. I'm exactly the thing they made. But not for me. Something remembers. This is a performance of the brother who loved me. Performed just once for an audience of one. So we're both dying. You've just heard An Audience of One, audio recording copyright 2018 by Nancy Fulton, all rights reserved. You'll find more great audio dramas at audioiron.com.